listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. Sapphire Planet. Rain is a liquid water in the form of droplets that have condensed from atmospheric water vapor and then precipitated. That is, become heavy enough to fall under gravity. Rain is a major component of the water cycle and is responsible for depositing most of the fresh water on the planet Earth. It provides suitable conditions for many types of ecosystems as well as water for hydroelectric power plants and crop irrigation. It is raining at all times somewhere on the planet Earth. The major cause of rain production is moisture moving along three-dimensional zones of temperature and moisture contrasts known as weather fronts. If enough moisture and upward motion is present, precipitation falls from the convection clouds. Convection clouds are those with strong upward vertical motion such as cumulonimbus clouds, which are also known as thunderclouds, which can organize into narrow rain bands. In mountainous areas, heavy precipitation is possible where upslope flow is maximized within windward sides of the terrain 
at elevation, which forces moist air to condense and fall out as rainfall along the sides of the mountains. On the leeward side of mountains, desert climates can exist due to the dry air caused by downslope flow, which causes heating and drying of the air mass. The movement of the monsoon trough, or intertropical convergence zones, brings rainy seasons to savanna climates. The urban heat island effect leads to increased rainfall, both in amounts and intensity, downwind of cities. Global warming is also causing changes to the precipitation pattern globally, including wetter conditions across eastern North America and drier conditions in the tropics. Remarkably, Antarctica is the driest continent. The globally averaged annual precipitation over land is 715 millimeters, or 28 inches. But over the whole Earth, it is much higher at 990 millimeters, or 39 inches. Climate classification systems such as the Köppen climate classification system uses average annual rainfall to help differentiate between different climate regimes. Rainfall is measured using rain gauges. Rainfall amounts can be estimated by weather radar also. Rain is also known or at least suspected on other planets where it may be composed of methane, neon, sulfuric acid, or even iron rather than water. Air contains water vapor, and the amount of water in a given mass of dry air, known as the mixing ratio, is measured in grams of water per kilogram of dry air. The amount of moisture in air is also commonly reported as relative humidity, which is the percentage of total water vapor air can hold at a particular air temperature. 
how much water vapor a parcel of air can contain before it becomes saturated or 100% relative humidity and forms into a cloud a group of visible and tiny water and ice particles suspended above the Earth's surface depends on its temperature. Warmer air can contain more water vapor than cooler air before becoming saturated. Therefore, one way to saturate a parcel of air is to cool it. The dew point is the temperature to which the parcel must be cooled in order to become saturated. There are four main mechanisms for cooling the air to its dew point. Adiabatic cooling, conductive cooling, radiational cooling, and evaporative cooling. Adiabatic cooling occurs when air rises and expands. The air can rise due to convection, large-scale atmospheric motions, or physical bar barriers such as a mountain. This is known as orographic lift. Conductive cooling occurs when the air comes into contact with a colder surface, usually by being blown from one surface to another. For example, from a liquid water surface to colder land. That is conductive cooling. Radiational cooling is much different. Radiational cooling occurs due to the emission of infrared radiation, either by the air or the surface underneath. Evaporative cooling occurs when moisture is added to the air through evaporation, which forces the air temperature to cool to its wet bulb temperature or until it reaches saturation. The main ways water vapor is added to the air are wind convergence, into an areas of upward motion, precipitation or vrigra falling from above, daytime heating evaporating water from surface oceans, water bodies or wet land, transpiration from plants, cool or dry air moving over warmer water, and lifting air over mountains. Water vapor normally begins to condense on condensation nuclei such as dust, ice, and salt in order to form clouds. Elevated portions of weather fronts, which are three-dimensional in nature, force broad areas of upward motion 
within the Earth's atmosphere, which forms cloud checks such as altostratus or cirrostratus. Stratus is a stable cloud deck which tends to form when a cool, stable air mass is trapped underneath a warm air mass. It can also form due to the lifting of advection fog during breezy conditions. Colescence occurs when water droplets fuse to create larger water droplets or when water droplets freeze onto an ice crystal, which is known as the Bergeron process. Air resistance typically causes the water droplets in the cloud to remain stationary. When air turbulence occurs, water droplets collide, producing larger droplets. As these larger water droplets descend, coalescence continues so that drops become heavy enough to overcome air resistance and fall as rain. Coalescence generally happens most often in clouds above freezing and is also known as the warm rain process. In clouds below freezing, when ice crystals gain enough mass, they begin to fall. This generally requires more mass than coalescence when occurring between the crystal and the neighboring water droplet. This process is temperature dependent as supercooled water droplets only exist in a cloud that is below freezing. In addition, because of the great temperature difference between cloud and ground level, these ice crystals may melt as they fall and become rain. Raindrops have sizes ranging from 0.1 to 9 millimeters, or as large as 4 tenths of 1 inch in mean diameter, which they tend to break up. Smaller drops are called cloud droplets, and their shape is spherical. As a raindrop increases in size, its shape becomes more oblate, with the largest cross-sections facing the oncoming airflow. Large raindrops become increasingly flattened on the bottom, like a hamburger bun. The very large ones are shaped like parachutes. Contrary to popular belief, their shape does not resemble a teardrop. The biggest raindrops on Earth 
were recorded over Brazil and the Marshall Islands in 2004. Some were as large as 10 millimeters or four tenths of an inch. The large size is explained by condensation on large smoke particles or by collision between drops in small regions with particularly high content of liquid water. Intensity and duration of rainfall are usually inversely related. An example, high intensity storms are likely to be of short duration and low intensity storms can have a long duration. Raindrops associated with melting hail tend to be larger than the other raindrops. Raindrops impact at their terminal velocity, which is greater for larger drops due to their larger mass to drag ratio. At sea level and without wind, half a millimeter drizzle impacts at two meters per second or 4.5 miles per hour, while larger five millimeters drops impact around nine meters per second or an astonishing 20 miles per hour. The sound of raindrops hitting water is caused by bubbles of air oscillating underwater. Stratiform, a broad shield of precipitation with a relatively similar intensity and its counterpart dynamic precipitation which is convective precipitation which is showery in nature with large changes in intensity over short distances occur as a consequence of slow ascent of air in subnoptic systems such as in the vicinity of cold fronts and near the poleward or surface warm fronts. Similar ascent is seen around tropical cyclones outside of the eye wall and in comma-headed precipitation patterns around mid-latitude cyclones. A wide variety of weather can be found along an occluded front with thunderstorms possible, but usually their passage is associated with drying of the air mass. Occluded fronts usually form around mature, low pressure areas. What separates rainfall from other precipitation types such as ice pellets and snow is the presence 
of a thick layer of air aloft, which is above the melting point of water, which melts the frozen precipitation well before it reaches the ground. If there is a shallow near surface layer that is below freezing, freezing rain or rain which freezes on contact with surfaces in sub-freezing environments will result. Hail becomes an increasingly infrequent occurrence when the freezing level within the atmosphere exceeds 11,000 feet or 3,400 meters above ground level. Convective rain, or showery precipitation, occurs from convective clouds, example cumulonimbus or cumulus congestus. It falls as showers with rapidly changing intensity. Convective precipitation falls over a certain area for a relatively short time, as convective clouds have limited horizontal extent. Most precipitation in the tropics appears to be convective. However, it has been suggested that stratiform precipitation also occurs. Grapple and hail indicate convection. In mid-latitudes, convective precipitation is intermittent and often associated with clinic boundaries such as cold fronts, squall lines, and warm fronts. Orographic precipitation occurs on the windward side of mountains and is caused by the rising air motion of large-scale flow of moist air across the mountain ridge, resulting in adiabatic cooling and condensation. In mountainous parts of the world, subjected to relatively consistent winds, for example the trade winds, a more moist climate usually prevails on the windward side of a mountain than on the leeward or downward side. Moisture is removed by orographic lift, leaving drier air on the descending and generally warming leeward side where a rain shadow is observed. In Hawaii, Mount Wa'ali'ali on the island of Kauai is notable for its extreme rainfall. It has the second highest average annual rainfall on Earth, 
with 460 inches or 12,000 millimeters. Systems known as Kona storms affect the state with heavy rains between October and April. Local climates vary considerably on each island due to their topography, divisible into windward and leeward regions based upon location relative to the higher mountains. Windward size face the east to northeast trade winds and receive much more rainfall. Leeward sides are drier and sunnier with less rain and less cloud cover. In South America, the Andes mountain range blocks Pacific moisture that arrives into that continent, resulting in a desert-like climate just downwind across western Argentina. The Sierra Nevada range creates the same effect in North America, forming the Great Basin and the Mojave Deserts. The wet or rainy season is a time of year covering one or more months when most of the average annual rainfall in a region falls. The term green season in the tropics is sometimes also used as a euphemism by tourist authorities. In the tropics, areas with wet seasons are dispersed across portions of the tropics and subtropics. Savanna climates in areas with monsoon regimes have wetter summers and dry winters. Tropical rainforests technically do not have dry or wet seasons since their rainfall is equally distributed throughout the year. Some areas with pronounced rainy seasons will see a break in rainfall mid-season when the intertropical convergence zone or monsoon trough move poleward of their location during the middle of the warm season. When the wet season occurs during the warm season or summer rains falls mainly during the late afternoons and early evening hours. The wet season is a time when air quality improves, fresh water quality improves, and vegetation grows significantly. Tropical cyclones are a source of very heavy rainfall, consists of large air masses several hundred miles across with low pressure at the center and with winds blowing inward toward the center 
in either a clockwise direction in the southern hemisphere or a counterclockwise direction in the northern hemisphere. Although cyclones can take an enormous toll in lives and personal property, they may be important factors in the precipitation regimes of places they impact, as they may bring much needed precipitation to otherwise dry regions. Areas in their path can receive a year's worth of rainfall from a tropical cyclone passage. The fine particulate matter produced by car exhausts and other human sources of pollution form cloud condensation nuclei. This leads to the production of clouds and increases the likelihood of rain. As commuters and commercial traffic causes pollution to build up over the course of the week, the likelihood of rain increases. It peaks up by Saturday after five days of weekday pollution has been built up. In the heavily populated areas that are near the coast, such as the United States Eastern Seaboard, the effect can be dramatic. There is a 22% higher chance of rain on Saturday than on Monday. The urban heat island effect warms cities half a degree centigrade or 1.1% Fahrenheit to 5.6 degrees centigrade or 10.1 degrees Fahrenheit above surrounding suburban and rural areas. This extra heat leads to greater upward motion which can induce additional shower and thunderstorm activity. Rainfall rates downwind of cities are increased between 48 and 116 percent. Partly as a result of this warming, monthly rainfall is about 28 percent greater between 20 to 40 miles downwind of cities compared to upwind. Some cities induce a total precipitation increase of an astonishing 51%. Increasing temperatures tend to increase evaporation, which can lead to more precipitation. Precipitation generally increased over land north of 30 degrees north from the 1900s through 2005, but has declined over the tropics since the 1970s. Globally, there has been no statistically significant overall trend in precipitation over the past century, although trends have varied widely by region and over time. Eastern portions of North 
and South America, Northern Europe and Northern and Central Asia have become wetter. The Sahel, the Mediterranean, Southern Africa, and parts of Southern Asia have become drier. There has been an increase in the number of heavy precipitation events over many areas during the past century, as well as an increase since the 1970s in the prevalence of droughts, especially in the tropics and subtropics. Changes in precipitation and evaporation over the oceans are suggested by decreased salinity and of mid and high latitude waters, along with increased salinity in lower latitudes. Over the contiguous United States, total annual precipitation increased at an average rate of 6.1 percent since 1900, with the greatest increase within the east north central climate region at 11.6 percent per century and the south at 11.1 percent. Hawaii is the only region in the United States to show a decrease in precipitation at minus 9.25%. Rain bands are clouds and precipitation areas which are significantly elongated. Rain bands can be stratiform or convective and are generated by differences in temperature. When noted on weather radar imagery, this precipitation elongation is referred to as a banded structure. Rain bands in advance of warm occluded fronts and warm fronts are associated with weak upward motion and tend to be wide and stratiform in nature. Rain bands spawned near and ahead of cold fronts can be squall lines which are able to produce tornadoes. Rain bands associated with cold fronts can be warped by mountain barriers perpendicular to the front's orientation due to the formation of low-level barrier jet. Bands of thunderstorms can form with sea breeze and land breeze boundaries if enough moisture is present. If sea breeze rain bands become active enough just ahead of a cold front, they can mask the location of the cold front itself. Precipitation, especially rain, has a dramatic effect on agriculture. All plants need some water to survive, therefore rain, being the most effective means of watering, 
is important to agriculture. While a regular rain pattern is usually vital to healthy plants, too much or too little rainfall can be harmful, even disastrous to crops. Drought can kill crops and increase erosion, while overly wet weather can cause harmful fungus growth. Plants need varying amounts of rainfall to survive. For example, certain cacti require small amounts of water, while tropical plants may need up to hundreds of inches of rain per year to survive. In areas with wet and dry seasons, soil nutrients diminish and erosion increases during the wet season. Animals have adaptation and survival strategies for the wetter regime. The previous dry season leads to food shortages into the wet season as the crops have yet to mature. Developing countries have noted that their populations show seasonal weight fluctuations due to food shortages seen before the first harvages, harvest, which occurs late in the wet season. Rain may be harvested through the use of rainwater tanks, treated to portable or for non-portable use, indoors, or for irrigation. Excessive rains during short periods of time can cause flash flood. Cultural attitudes towards rain differ across the world. In temperate climates, people tend to be more stressed when the weather is unstable or cloudy, with its impact greater on men than women. Rain can also bring joy, as some consider it to be soothing, or enjoy the aesthetic appeal of it. In dry places, such as India, or during periods of drought, rain lifts people's mood. In Botswana, the Seswana word for rain is pula, is used as the name of the national currency in recognition of the economic importance of rain in this desert country. Several cultures have developed means of dealing with rain and have developed numerous protection devices such as umbrellas and raincoats and diversion devices such as gutters and rainstorms that lead rains to sewers. Many people find the scent during and immediately after rain pleasant or distinctive. The source of this scent is pretrichor, an oil produced by plants then absorbed by rocks and soil and later released into the air during rainfall.
approximately a half a million cubic kilometers or 120,000 cubic miles of waterfalls as precipitation each year across the globe with 400,000 cubic kilometers or 95,000 cubic miles of it over the oceans. Given the Earth's surface area, that means the globally average annual precipitation is 990 millimeters or 39 inches. Deserts are defined as areas with an average annual precipitation of less than 250 millimeters or 10 inches per year. The northern half of Africa is primarily desert or arid containing the Sahara. Across Asia, a large annual rainfall minimum comprised primarily of the deserts stretches from the Gobi Desert in Mongolia west-southwest through western Pakistan and Iran into the Arabian deserts in Saudi Arabia. Most of Australia is semi-arid or desert, making it the world's driest inhabited continent. In South America, the Andes mountain ranges block specific moisture that arrives into that continent, resulting in a desert-like climate just downwind across western Argentina. The drier areas of the United States are regions where the Sonora Desert overspreads the desert southwest and the Great Basin and in central Wyoming. There is also a polar desert. Since rain only falls as liquid, in frozen temperatures, rain cannot fall. As a result, very cold climates see very little rainfall and are often known as polar deserts. A common biome in this area is the tundra, which has a short summer thaw and a long frozen winter. Ice caps see no rain at all, making Antarctica the world's driest continent. On the other hand, rainforests are areas of the world with very high rainfall. Both tropical and temperate rainforests exist. Tropical rainforests occupy a large band of the planet, mostly along the equator. Most temperate rainforests are located on mountainous west coasts between 45 and 55 degrees latitude, but they are also found in other areas. Around 40 to 75 percent of all biotic life is found in rainforests. Rainforests are also responsible for 28 percent of the world's oxygen turnover. The equatorial region 
near the intertropical convergence zone, or monsoon trough, is the wettest portion of the world's continents. Annually, the rain belt within the tropics marches northward by August and moves back southward into the southern hemisphere by February and March. Within Asia, rainfall is favored across its southern portia from India east and northeast across the Philippines and southern China into Japan due to the monsoon advocating moisture primarily from the Indian Ocean into the region. The monsoon trough can reach as far north as the 40th parallel in East Asia during August before moving southward thereafter. Its forward progression is accelerated by the onset of the summer monsoon, which is characterized by the development of lower air pressure over the warmest part of Asia. Cherapunjay, situated on the slopes, the southern slopes of the eastern Himalaya in Shilalong, India, is the confirmed wettest place on earth, with an average rainfall of 11,430 millimeters, or 450 inches per year. The highest recorded rainfall in a single year was 22,987 millimeters, or 905 inches, in the year 1861. The 38-year average at nearby Masaranam, India, is 11,873 millimeters, or 467 inches. The wettest spot in Australia is Mount Bellenden Kerr in the northeast of the country. Records an average of 8,000 millimeters or 310 inches per year with over 12,000 millimeters or 480 inches of rain recorded during 2000. Mount Wa'ala Ali on the island of Kauai in the Hawaiian Islands averages over 11,600 millimeters or 460 inches of rain per year over the last 32 years with its record high of 17,000 millimeters or 683 inches in 1982. Its summit is considered one of the rainiest spots on earth it has been promoted in tourist literature for many years as the wettest spot in the world. There is rain on other planets as well. On Titan, Saturn's largest moon, infrequent methane rain is thought to carve the moon's surface channels. On Venus, 
sulfuric acid, Virga evaporates 25 kilometers or 16 miles from the surface. There is likely to be rain of various compositions in the upper atmospheres of the gas giants, as well as precipitation of liquid neon in deep atmospheres. Your journey is now ending. the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.